If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanca. and welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, y'all, I'm hype. You already know what it is. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Get My Life Tour. If this is your first time, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. If you are tuning in for the second, third, 30th, or 70th time, welcome back. I appreciate you showing up and taking center stage in your life and for tuning in so that you can listen with your heart. Okay, so I'm here. I'm back in Harlem. Y'all know I'm like mid-key, bi-coastal bay, and I'm really still getting used to it. I am flying during a pandemic. I have like these really nice seat covers that were gifted to me, face mask all the protective gear on earth as I, you know what I'm saying, practice gratitude for my health and practice cleanliness and all these other things so that I could just remain safe, right, as I maintain this lifestyle. But I'm here in Harlem and oh, does it feel different, y'all. I got back to New York and I was like, why is it so dirty? Oh my gosh, why is it so cold? Oh my goodness, I have to go up my sixth floor walk up. And I wasn't complaining, even though it sounds like that was a very nagging tone. But I really felt like overly alert um, and aware of my surroundings And in me sharing my grievances, right, (laughs) Um, even though I just said I wasn't complaining, but really taking issue uh, with a lot of what I was seeing, I had to remember that that is a part of being present. Now, look, I am not stopping. I am not starting, excuse me, this stop on the tour um, with telling you to be aware so that you can complain or blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. But what I do want to talk about is here and now. And that is actually like the title for this stop on a tour. Maybe a little bit longer, uh, when I go into post production, but here and now and being present, you know, and that stemming from me, you know, really trying to figure out this whole bicoastal thing as I live it out. It is really a theme for me right now because at times I struggle with being present because I'm going back and forth, not only physically, but in my mind, because at times I become so overwhelmed with the amount of decisions and just all of the things that I have to sort out as I make things work. And 
I share that in full transparency because it is a challenge, but it is not something that um, I see as an issue, right? It's just life. We have to make decisions. At times that can be overwhelming, but it is also the reality that has come from the blessing of my prayers of being bicoastal being answered, right? And I have to say it that way, even for myself allowed to make sure that I'm identifying at the core what it is um, and so that I can also practice gratitude. So stick with me, okay? This stop on a tour here and now is about some of the things that I'm learning as I practice being present. So fun fact, I have been reading Bell Hooks All About Love for a few months now. And that sounds like a long time to be reading a book. But the reason why I'm taking my time is because it is a lot to process. And I cannot believe how healing and how transformative this read is. I start, I stop, I take notes, I'm writing in a book, and my sister has read the book, um, someone who I went to school with and follow closely in her um, journey has read the book, I don't know how many times, and is always sharing, and I was like, okay, I clearly need to read this book, and my sister was like, yeah, read my copy, blah, 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 and I cannot put the book down. When I travel I have the book with me, whether I'm on a train or a plane or if we're traveling somewhere by car, I bring the book and it's partly because of my love for love, but also for my curiosity and the healing that I want to experience, the transformation that I want to experience, the understanding, the understanding that I want so badly, y'all, as it pertains to how I exist and how I experience love, how I love on others, and just every area of my life, y'all. This book is incredible, right? So, I brought the back, I brought the book, excuse me, back with me to Harlem and I was sitting down and I was reading and I was like, okay, I'm towards the end. I'm on the third to last chapter. And this chapter is on grief, right? And I was like, oh, okay. Right. Loving people to life and loving them to death and ex- really understanding that um, has taken on new meaning, especially within this chapter. But one of the things that I took away more prominently is the idea of being present. Okay. So in the book, here and now are really called out. And as I am here in Harlem now, I feel ever present. So the fact that this chapter has spoken to me, I believe is divine. And the reason why I wanted to share that on this stop of the tour is because I think it's a really pivotal time uh, for me 
but it may be true for you or someone you know, maybe someone you've been in conversation with. There's a lot of transformation going on right now, right? Um, and while planning is important, it's almost as if right now you need to focus more on being present. And I will say for myself, now more than ever, as much as I want to plan, as much as I want to, you know, level up and ascend and all these other great things as it relates to moving forward in life and love and career and every other area of my life, there is really um, this matter of the heart for me to be present. So as I was reading there was a quote that really stuck out to me. Um, and I hope that I'm not butchering this man's name, but I believe it is pronounced Tits Nat Han. This is a Buddhist man. And he actually wrote about presence in such a beautiful way or being present in such a beautiful way. Uh, okay, now I'm gonna share this with y'all because I rock with y'all and I always wanna share what has been transformational for me. So I hope this resonates, right? He wrote, everything we seek can only be found in the present. To abandon the present in order to look for things in the future is to throw away the substance and hold on to the shadow. You know, I legit had to stop when reading that again aloud because it speaks to my heart. I feel like one of the ways that we must learn to love ourselves is by being present. It's hard to appreciate yourself. It's hard to practice self-love if all you're ever doing is planning, right? Planning to be a better you, planning to be somewhere different in your life, planning to show up for others, planning just for the sake of making plans so that you can say that you have a plan and that you made some. You know, it's a lot. You know, I also have to share what Bell Hooks added to this because she is so brilliant. And this book has really shaken things up within me at my core. Bell Hooks added, to be here now does not mean that we do not make plans, but that we learn to give the making of future plans only a small amount of energy. And once future plans are made, we release our attachment to them. Sometimes it helps to write our plans, excuse me, to write down our plans for the future and put them away out of sight and out of mind. Now that right there, (laughs) y'all, I can't tell you how many things, how many things I want to get done. Even thinking about taking to get my life toward to the next level. There have been so many opportunities, people emailing me, reaching out, asking me questions, expressing their interests, you know, sharing what being on tour has meant for them and all of these great things I consider to be blessings, right? But two things come to mind. Number one, 
you can do everything that you want, but you can't do them all at one time, right? The other thing is, is that, you know what I'm saying? And this is what I got from Master P, never do a deal when you're desperate, right? And I think sometimes we're so desperate for what the future has that we get begin to do deals that hurt us in the long term, right? But we also begin to plan poorly because that's what we think we have to do. We're not being present. We're not being mindful. We're not being attentive to our needs. Um, and we're not really tending to our gardens, right? We, I have had the habit. Let me just speak for myself, right? Where I plant these seeds and I'm planting, I'm planting, I'm watering them, I'm sowing and all these things. But then I don't even stop to really smell the roses, right? So it's like I can talk about what I've done for myself at some level, but at the end of the day, I haven't even stopped to appreciate what it is that I have really put my heart, my soul, my sweat equity and time in. That's why it's so important to be present, right? All we have is here and now. And what I've just shared from Bell Hooks and from Tish Nathan is really imperative. Everything we seek can only be found in the present. You know, I don't know what it is that you're looking for. I don't know what it is that your heart desires, but... I'm confident in saying that if you take a moment to be present and here goes this inventory word, you take inventory of the abundance of what you do have, you might realize that you have everything you need or what it is that you desire is actually at your disposal. You just haven't been present enough to realize it. Okay. Now, as I sit here in Harlem and certain things come to me as I look around, as I still figure out, oh, where am I going to spend the majority of my time? How am I going to really um, divide my time between the Bay Area and Harlem? I have to remember, look, while you're here, practice being here. Do not live between time zones, right? Um you don't have to make an announcement about everything, right? These are things that I'm telling myself um, as I practice really being present. I also wrote down some things that can help you to be more mindful and be more present. And these are some things that have really helped me and some things that I'm still practicing um, and making habits because being present in this day and age it's not easy because we're always planning. We are always planning. And if you're like me, you're always decluttering. You're always making room for stuff. And you're always trying to be your best self and be there for other people and take center stage in your life. You always get in your life. Okay. Cause it is to get my life tour. But listen, you have to be present. Okay. And I'm talking to myself, so I don't think I'm getting all sassy with you. But I am, but I'm not, but I am. But I'm also talking to myself, so you know what I'm saying? Okay, so here are some things that I wrote down. (laughs) 
as it relates to being present, right? And the first thing, honestly, is to take a deep breath, as you could just hear me do. I honestly have to remind myself to breathe. And if you've been on tour with me for quite some time now, you know that I'm always talking about breathing. Sometimes I don't even realize that I'm not taking deep enough breaths. And I'm like, am I getting a headache because I'm hungry or I need more water? And it's honestly because I'm not practicing taking deep breaths. So point number one, breathe. You are alive. You have air in your bodies. And I know it's hard to breathe with these masks on, but look, you need to take the time to breathe. Sit down. Get your body in a relaxed state and take some deep breaths. You know, I don't want to give you any uh CDC non-approved <laughs> like exercises for when you're outside about breathing, but just find a safe space for you to practice some deep breaths, okay? You know, the second thing that I have written down is be mindful of how you um, wake up, how you rise in the morning, right? Sometimes we're shooting out of bed or we're rolling over to a device. Both have gotten me caught up, okay? Um I have recently been struggling with vertigo and it is one of the worst experiences ever. Not sure if you've ever experienced it, but it feels like the room is spinning. You become very dizzy. Um, you can become nauseous. The two times that I've experienced it, I definitely have been dizzy and nauseous and the room has spun. And I actually experienced it last week. And I can't remember um, if I'd gotten up too early. I remember I was reading the scripture in the bed and then I got up and I was just like, holy, what is happening? Right. Um, but that prompted me to become more mindful of how it is that I'm literally waking up, grateful to wake up, definitely. Right. But how I am responding um, to sunlight and getting out of bed. So that is my <laughs> advice to you, right? Be mindful of how you are rising in the morning. You know, maybe you take those few deep breaths before you get out of bed. Open your eyes and pause, right? You don't roll over to the device or you don't rush out of bed. You make enough time for you to get what you need to get done, you know, by making sure that you, you're not waking up at the last minute, right? But be mind, being mindful of that is extremely helpful, okay? Whew. So here is another way that you can be present. And that is by paying attention to your senses. I love scents. I love warm things. I appreciate touching, seeing, feeling, all those things, looking, okay? So being present, right? If you're waking up in the morning and you have a hot drink, coffee, tea, warm water, mud water, I don't know, whatever it is, um, hold that cup, feel it, 
you know, smell the aroma. Maybe you like the cup that you're using. Enjoy the cup. There's so many little things that you can do to enjoy the moment. Even just the experience of having something warm to drink in the morning. If it's a cold or, you know, a room temperature glass of water, maybe it's just practicing gratitude for having clean water, right? Be present. If you have, you know, a candle burning, let the aroma be a pleasant smell to you, right? There's so many different ways that we can practice being present and oftentimes that leads us to being able to practice gratitude, right? Which is my next point. Be grateful. Be grateful for where you are. Now, I know that at times can be very difficult, especially depending on your living situation or your circumstances or your state of mind. So I do want to respect that, right? I don't know what, you know, Others might be struggling with in private. But what I found in my experience is that there's always something to be grateful for. And when we don't seek out those things, that's when we often experience, you know, this heightened sense of devastation or we harp on our circumstances. Yes, there are very dark times and challenging things to get through, but I believe One of the ways that we push past those things are by practicing gratitude. So find something, at least one thing that you can be grateful for. Remember, you're already winning. You are already winning, even when it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't have to feel like it, actually. You may be setting yourself up for the win. Therefore, you're already winning. So practice gratitude. Okay, multitaskers, I'm coming for you next, okay? Stop multitasking, y'all. Multitasking is not effective. And I don't care if you have dubbed yourself or crowned yourself, better yet, the queen or king of multitasking. Like, it ain't working, y'all. It's not. Do you know it takes 15 minutes for your brain to reset When you go from one task to another, and that's why when people think that they're being effective when they're multitasking, they're not. Even if it looks like they completed a task, it's almost guaranteed that you're not doing your very best because your attention is divided. Now, I did an entire um, episode on, (laughs) okay, making sure that you're... um, not divided in your intention. So you can go back. I can't even remember the name of that episode. Okay. Um, but it is pointless, honestly, to multitask, right? You're really not being present when you're, you're doing so many things. How can you be present in multitask? Now, somebody probably like, well, if I'm paying attention while I'm doing each thing, nah, I want to hear that. All right. Stop multitasking. Be present. Focus on doing one thing really well. And then move on to whatever it is that you have. My next point is take a break. You need a break. I need a break. She need a break. He need a break. They need a break. We need a break. Okay. Take a break. Some people will even say take a nap. 
Okay. There is an entire brand that I actually follow. So I'm going to plug them and it is the nap ministry. I am horrible at taking naps. I need to take more naps. Probably need to take a nap after this, but you need to take a break. Give yourself some time to reset. Do absolutely nothing. Maybe take a walk. Maybe that's what taking a break looks like for you. Or, you know, writing. I don't know, right? Do something out of the norm for yourself that gives you a moment to not focus on what you have to focus on or what you're eager to focus on. Take a break, your body and I think everything else that you're setting out to do will thank you later. You know, something else that I really have been practicing as it relates to being present is allowing the wind to hit me. I need fresh air like no other, okay? And I really have to let the wind hit me, even with my mask on, y'all, okay? Let the wind hit you. Like, really enjoy the natural elements, right? Maybe you want to go stand out inside of, outside in the rain or go ground your feet, but find a way to really, um, embrace mother nature, really. Um, for me, it has been healing. And it has really uh, challenged me to be present. So I wanted to share that for you. Uh, Excuse me, share that with you. Okay, and the last thing I have, um, and this may sound corny, is set it and forget it. Hopefully I don't get sued. Um, Please don't sue me. Um, But do y'all remember that infomercial? And it's like, set it and forget it. Okay, I um have that written down. It is more, it's not about cooking at all. Uh, so for those who are listening internationally, thank you for tuning in. Also, I'll give you a little bit more context behind that um, phrase. Uh, there was like an infomercial that came on in the wee hours of the morning in TV here in the United States. And I think it was like a old guy. I don't care if his name was Jack Lane or maybe it was someone else. Um, but it was like a cooker and you could put all these things in this cooker and you would set it for whatever time that it needed to cook and you would forget about it and you would come back and then it would be done. Right. And this really came to me as I was reading um, all about love and bell hooks talked about, she wrote about the need for a lot of us to write our goals down and come back to them later so that we don't become overwhelmed by them. And when, you know, I was reading that, I was like, oh, dang, set it and forget it. Now, I know some of us are like mad planners. We want to write things down, like our goals. We want to write down what we want to manifest. That's great quotes, affirmations, you know, things that have come to us in our dreams, whatever the case may be. I say, write it down and come back to it later. I have business plans and ideas and all these lists, right? One of what I want my man to embody where he at though and things that I want to accomplish, financial goals, X, Y, and Z. 
And what I am learning now is that it is good to get them out of my head and off of my heart through prayer and meditation, but also to just write them down and come back to it later. That is why they invented bookmarks. And I really appreciate them because you're able to come back, right? Um, so that we cannot obs- obsess. We don't have to obsess over it. Look, I really hope that this has been helpful for you. I have not arrived, right, uh, to a place where I'm just ultra present and nothing phases me and I can go to and fro without, you no, know, that's, that's not where I'm at, right? And I'm sharing this with you because honestly, in the last week, I'm like, oh, wow, I absolutely need to be more present. I don't want to be divided in my thoughts and my heart. Um, spiritually, I really want to experience fullness and wholeness. And I believe that one of the ways that I will experience that is if I truly practice being present. And I had to share that. I absolutely had to share that on this stop of the tour. And I really hope that you were able to get something that you needed, right? Or even something that you didn't realize you needed, or at least take something to share with someone else. I feel like my mic drop moment is a statement and it is going to turn into an affirmation for myself. So I definitely will need to write this down. And I really hope that it speaks to you the way that it is speaking to me, even as I, um, dwell on it before I say it out loud. And it is being present is a form of radical self-love. And that is my mic drop moment. Being present is a form of radical self-love. You know, I don't even want to expound because I feel like I need to meditate on that more. And I want it to take on its own meaning for you if it's something that resonates Oh, y'all, look, I am so grateful for you. I am sending you so many positive vibes, and I hope that you continue to show up for yourself. You show up and show out, okay? And be too much, you know? Be the best version of you here And now, focus on that and be present. Look, I I love being here on tour with you. And I look forward to all of the places that we are going, right? So as we are in community, as we're on tour, be sure to stay connected by visiting the GetMyLifeTour.com. Sign up for the newsletter. It is going to be dropping really soon, and I cannot wait. Of course, be sure to download, subscribe, review, send me an email. Let me know what you think of this stop on the tour or any other stop on the tour. I want to hear your feedback. I want to know what it is that you want as you show up, right? Uh, so email me at joinme@thegetmylifetour.com. Be sure to stay connected by following what's going on here on social media at the Get My Life Tour, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, 
on Facebook and at Get My Life Tour on Twitter. And if you'd like to stay connected with me journalistically or just, you know, me and my lifestyle and wellness um, or entrepreneurial endeavor, be sure to follow me at Lydia T. Blanco on all social platforms or you can visit my website. You can also buy me a cup of coffee. I just... Remember, I did that. So you can buy me a cup of coffee. Uh, all the links are like in my bios everywhere. Like I said, um, just stay connected. Okay. And I cannot wait until the next stop on the tour. Until then, be present, be who you've been called to be and be well. All right. Until the next stop, it has been real. Peace.